Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Brian Fox to discuss a new project for the Kelly Patrick Show. It is called Kelly Patrick Political Discussion. It's the name of a Facebook group. only has, I think, 27 members right now. So I'm looking to grow the group. Uh, For those of you who don't know, there's already a, courtesy of Brandon Bishop, there is a Kelly Patrick Show Facebook group. It has, I think, 2.3 thousand, so 2,300 members. And as we say in the episode today, it's just shit posting. It's just, you know, videos of trashy people in the trailer park hitting each other over the heads with shovels or like links to uh, really bizarre dating profiles and just all sorts of shit posting. The craziest shit you can get away with on Facebook is in the Kelly Patrick Show Facebook group. Now, if someone makes a political post in that group, I remove it, and I've made posts about that because it started growing, and it seemed very clear that it was just a dicking around group, so I made that decision. Let's just continue to try to grow this group. I don't even know if it helps the podcast, to be honest. The Kelly Patrick Show, it's probably not bad for name recognition for marketing, I guess, but I wouldn't say that it necessarily just... um, helps the Kelly Patrick Show podcast. But this new group, the intention of the group is to stimulate political conversation. I am a right-leaning anarcho-libertarian. That's how I identify politically. Or you could even call me a right-leaning conspiracy theorist. That type of a person, I don't believe in the legitimacy of any government at all, unless it's voluntary. So that's where I'm coming from. But I do enjoy these types of conversations. And I chose Brian Fox a Kentucky-based libertarian to help me with the group. Now, when you hear the episode today, you're going to walk away from it. You're going to say, that Brian Fox sounds like he can be a dickhead. And that's true. However, in my experience, he is very principled and fair. And and I look forward to him helping me to run the group. So if you are a leftist and you're listening, please join the group. If you want to have conversation, um, and even if we disagree on all sorts of uh, social welfare type topics and things like that, or even if you're a pro-war neoconservative, please join the group if you're interested in having conversations. The purpose of the group is to try to be, now I realize I'm going to be biased, everyone naturally is, so I'm not claiming it'll be completely fair, but I want to have an environment where differing ideas can come together. So that is the goal of the group. I really appreciate Brian joining me today. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jujitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating 
treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to to the Kelly Patrick Show. I am joined today for the episode by Brian Fox. Brian, how are you today? Fantastic. Hey. I was actually just showing you my Thomas Massey. It says uh, Congressman Thomas Massey shirt. And if you're going to wear a shirt for a member of Congress, Brian, is there a better one than Thomas Massey? Maybe Cory Bush or AOC. Maybe. I mean, Elhan Omar is also pretty awesome, but you you're know. being sarcastic, of course. However, no, not at all. Not at all. Why would I be sarcastic, Brian? In all seriousness, those are from for the sake of military-industrial complex type conversations. Those are maybe I, now they don't actually vote. So I'm pretty sure that when they're out on the campaign trail, they probably make comments about these wars are probably not justified, or that there's a better way to do this but I'm sure that they pretty much always vote for them as well. Thomas Massey is the only one who refused to basically condemn and say that anti-Zionism is the same of anti-Semitic. Uh, uh, Ihan Omar didn't even vote that way. She said, I think yeah. she said not present. Rashida Tlaib or Ihan Omar, I forget which one it was. One of them didn't even vote. I mean, so nobody I mean, voted no on so, it. Out of 435 so members, he was the only one. That's only radical if you come from a perspective where of shared morality of like thinking that maybe you, there's such thing as conflict of interest and not abiding by principle. The people who vote for these people have zero concept of what's going on in the world, even what's going on in society. They have no guiding principles of other than what's in it for me. Who, who does that describe? You just described who? The left. You know what's funny is when you and, and that I, includes you, and that includes union people because they don't care about economics or anything else. They only care about their own damn paychecks. Union people are the most selfish people in the world. <laughs> it also probably explains why they get so angry because they know they're wrong. They know they're stupid, but they don't care. They're very emotional creatures. When you when when I came up with the idea and I. I I, for the Kelly Patrick show, political discussion, Facebook group, I thought who, who would be a good person to help me run that? And Brian, my first thought was Bill Schultz. Okay. Cause he seems, princi- I don't think he seems principled. He's probably the best at articulating the political 
system aspects as well as the philosophy aspects. I don't think that there's anybody better who can really bring those two things together. I can speak to the ideas, the philosophy, but when it comes to the system itself, I'm pretty much clueless. I have no idea. I have very little understanding of how all that works. But, and him being an elected official and having been in the Libertarian Party for whatever time that he's been in, he has a really good understanding of how to articulate, you know, how things work. Um, so I would always defer to him when it comes to actually to actual politics, not to ideas, but to actual politics. I would defer to him. But I chose you, Brian, because you have enthusiasm for these topics. You chose me because Bill wasn't available. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe if I if someone had said to me, you can choose anyone on planet Earth, maybe I would have approached this differently. Uh, <laughs> Dave Smith. <laughs> Dave Smith. Um, you know, Michael Malice could be entertaining to be a moderator. I have mixed feelings about my, Michael Malice because Michael Malice is one of those people to where He's got such depth, intellect, and understanding, and yet he uses so much of his time just to make fun of people. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like part of that is, and I don't want to say necessarily that it's his atheism, but he's a very self-serving person. Mm -hmm. um, he's only in it for things that can bring value to him. That's just my opinion. Okay. I think he... he, he advocates self-interest in a way that makes sense. And, he, and I guess you could say he even lives by that, but he's also probably the poster child of someone who's truly only concerned about himself. Okay. But you still follow him on social media. You still oh, enjoy I think he's great. Yeah. I think he's great. I don't, I honestly think he's probably, no one can beat him when it comes to an argument on the philosophy side, because he's been through it so much and he's covered it from so many different angles. I'm just saying that his own personal behavior also epitomizes the worst characteristics of or the ideas that people have about libertarians. That's all I'm saying. No coincidence he's a big fan of Ayn Rand. Oh, he's Ayn Rand to the T. He's definitely an objectivist. Although I think he might have said that he's not really in that camp anymore, that he was, but I don't follow, I don't care. So... Um, yeah, so when it came to doing this idea, you initially approached me of doing a group aside from the original Kelly Patrick Show group. Yes, if someone's listening and they, and they don't know, the Kelly, Kelly Patrick Show Facebook group was created in 2019 by Brandon Bishop. It's What's your description of it, Brian? You, you, I added now to you. Basically, now it's basically just a shit show and a troll farm. And nothing to do with politics. It's a, it's a it's a shit posting forum is all it is. If anyone posts something political, it gets removed in that group. Yeah. So you wanted something to where we could have actual discussion pertaining to the Kelly Patrick Show podcast, as well as other political things going on in the world. You mostly Kentucky centric, because a lot of the people that are going to be in that group will be from there, as well as from the podcast. So. We're going to find a way to tie it in all together. And I actually think it's got a very promising chance because there aren't too many Facebook groups anymore that are really worth a damn. Um, a lot of them got removed or people got sick of them. Um, a lot of heavy moderation. I think one thing that we're going to go by is keep things as free as possible, meaning I don't care if anybody uses bad language. We don't care if anybody uh, calls people names. We don't even care if people 
are just giving really shitty arguments. The only thing I think we don't care about or that we're not going to tolerate is people that just don't contribute or they constantly flood, spam, flame. There's no value. They don't bring any value to their contributions. If someone's got an attitude, I don't care. If someone just has a very combative personality, I don't care. Someone would argue that I have a very combative personality. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, I don't care about that. I think politics is a blood sport. I believe it's spirited conversation. I will be nice up and until the point that you demonstrate that you're not being sincere. Um, I just had a conversation with somebody in the thread about gun control, and it started out really well. I was giving him as much space and freedom to speak his mind and you know be as open about what he really believed and i just kind of let him hang himself because it got to the point to where he was just making stupid assertions that are based purely in ignorance there's no factual or logical basis to what he was saying and so it was at that point i just called him out on it and i'm now done with it because but you guys did not did, did you i think it was a guy named brent did you guys resort to insults I made a slight backhanded insult at the very end, and then that's how I ended my portion of it. I'm not going back into that because I was being very patient with him, and I was giving him the opportunity to be very sincere about what he thought, and then I kind of sensed he was either being flippant or very stupid, and I'm not sure which one it was, but I don't really care. So it was at that point that I decided to disengage just by calling him out, and I'm done with it because... I will be as patient and open-minded as possible with anyone who will reciprocate. As soon as you start going down the shithead path of, you know, just being stupid and not thoughtful in your comments, then I'm just not interested in that. Now, some people thrive in that. Some people can do that. Um, I'm not one of those. I mean, I try not to be one of those. If I genuinely want to approach a conversation, I will try to be as respectful as possible, no matter how batshit crazy different you are as long as we keep it respectful and on well, i wouldn't even say necessarily on topic but as long as we're sticking to the discussion at hand i'm good with it but when i sense you're starting to make shit up or you're just denying the obvious like gun control so one of the things he, he was talking about was he doesn't like a society where you can have multiple gun owners during an active shooter because then you have like multiple active shooters and i'm like no dumbass that's not how it works at all people don't when you're, if you're a responsible gun owner, you don't just start shooting people just because you see them. I mean, you have to understand the scenario that you're in and realize, okay, I'm at a church, I'm at a grocery store, I'm at a school, wherever I'm at, what's happening? You hear gunfire. Typically speaking, the people that are in the closest proximity are going to identify who is the aggressor and they're going to take him out. It's usually the guy that's just shooting randomly at everybody that is the active shooter. If the person you're aiming your gun at is not trying to shoot everybody else, that's not the active shooter. That's somebody who's trying to take out the active shooter. But these people don't have any un understanding, and they just like to run their mouths. So it's in that kind of a scenario it's where I don't expect you to know, but at least have that humility when you approach the subject. For instance, when it comes to a lot of historical events, I'm not the best historian around. I don't, I mean, I didn't exactly study history a whole lot. So when people refer to historical events, I kind of keep my comments in check because that's just not something I'm very familiar with. But when it comes to, say, guns, when it comes to military, when it comes to philosophy, I feel pretty comfortable that when I speak, I have something to say and I know what I'm talking about.
And I just ask that others try to approach it the same way. And again, you can have the personalities, you can have the attitude. I encourage everybody to do that. There's going to be different people that engage differently with other people, and that's perfectly fine. I think we just want to avoid people that don't contribute in any meaningful way, or people that are maybe being violent, encouraging violence, just the obvious social media stuff, boundaries. But other than that, we're going to just try, you know, for the most part, we're going to give everybody free reign to express themselves and argue in whatever they see fit, so long as they're contributing and not just shitposting and yelling at people. That's kind of how I view it. Okay. So, uh, of course, we are libertarians. Part of my goal with the group is I, I admit I'm not a leftist. I never have been. I'm not pretending that I am. However, I would like to try to cultivate a situation where this isn't just an echo chamber. Does that make sense? Um, and as we discussed before, I think my only um, appeal to people that are left of center is if you're unsure about what somebody's saying, if you're unsure about what you think about what somebody's saying, there's nothing wrong with asking for clarification. Do something to demonstrate your concern or your curiosity. But the, probably the very worst thing you can do is proceed forward with the assumption of this person's stupid, so I'm just going to call them stupid. Hmm. You know, give them a chance to ask them a question and give them a chance to respond. You know, say, well, if you really think that, you know, wealthy people aren't bad, then what's your, how do you justify, you know, poor people struggling to get by? Whatever it is that crosses your mind. Give a person to demonstrate a chance to demonstrate what they think and why before you start, you know, verbally assaulting them or just even ignoring them for that matter. So, uh, it, I would say that it's a safe space for different views as long as you are sincere. So if someone disagrees with you and they bring dumbass uh, points and they're a leftist or a Bernie supporter, that type of person, you may end up calling them a dumbass, that's not going to result in you kicking them out of the group. And they can call me a dumbass, and I'm not going to kick them out of a group. They're free to call me a dumbass as well. I mean, ultimately, the goal is this. People aren't going to agree. It depends on what what is your purpose for being in there. If your purpose is to have a discussion, then have a discussion. And when things get heated, if you disagree, if you don't like what the other person is saying, do your best to try to say so. And then if you decide that it's not going anywhere, then just walk away. That's exactly what I did. This guy was making a stupid comment. I realized at this point, you know, there was no more value. So I said my piece and I walked away and that's all you got to do. And I won't always be that way. There might be times where somebody will say that I'm being a jackass and it was uncalled for. And that may very well happen. Self-serving. Well, of course, my podcast, The Kelly Patrick Show, I have over 700 episodes recorded now. It's a very enjoyable hobby for me, regardless of if many people are listening to it at all. Like literally, it could just be me having these conversations and preparing for them and then like learning from them and all of this. It's mentally stimulating for me. But from a self-serving perspective, the purpose of this group, I'm thinking, is to stimulate interaction with the political episodes. Yeah. Um how many people are actually going to listen and then how many people are actually going to bother to bring that into the group. Who knows? I mean, I'll admit my podcast list is so full 
that half the time I don't get around to all the different episodes that come out. And sometimes oh, it just my, depends no, on that, whether that, or not. That, I get that. Yeah, and, 100%. And it just depends on whether I notice a name of a guest that intrigues me. So like when I see Bill Schultz or Jack Lloyd, I'm like, oh, that's one I want to tune into. But if it's somebody from an MMA club, I'm like, nah, I won't check and, that And one I out. understand it. The Kelly Patrick Show... My MMA guests probably don't listen to that many, you know, and their their fans, the people who listen to those episodes, probably do not tune in as much. Some there's probably some crossover, but it's minimal to the political side. So it's almost like I have two, and I've toyed with the idea of separating the the podcast entirely in the past. But I do, you know, it's just easiest for me to do this, and that's where. Well, we're at. what you, or you could always, and this is just a suggestion for me take a cue from Joe Rogan. Don't be afraid to ask political people other things outside the political realm that could be related to, but are outside of it. And likewise, people that are within the MMA world, ask them like, what do you think about self-defense laws? What do you think about Mm. issues of society that create an environment where you feel the need to have self-defense? You know, it's not a bad idea to be like Rogan and like interweave all these different things that it doesn't have to be strictly, Hey, what's your warm up routine? What's your favorite, you know, move to work on, you know, how are you feeling? What's your self care? You know, you don't have to keep it so pigeonholed sure. with somebody. I'm sure everybody's got an opinion on something to some degree. I'm sure most of those guys that are coming in, they've got backgrounds that, you know, whether it was a tough family or a really nice family and they're trying to challenge themselves or they're trying to better themselves or they come from a rough neighborhood and they're trying to survive. I'm sure everybody's got a story and there's got to be something behind that that drives them to do what they want to do. That's good advice, actually, to try to bring the two sides together in the long run. And I'll I'll try to keep that in mind. I agree. You know, that's, I don't want to alienate, you know, I have some guests, local gym owners in the state of Kentucky who I know, Brian, really, strongly disagree with my foreign policy. They're like warhawks. I'd say that's the majority of our country. Yes. And as a former neocon, I can totally relate to that. Um, I would say that um, without getting into it, I totally understand that. I think what's going to be missing in from, I think what's missing in general in most conversations is people, they're either not being challenged or they're not opening their minds to what other people have to say. They don't care. Um, And that's their prerogative. But I would just say that, you know, if you're, if you're the kind of person that you do have opinions and you do have concerns about this world, yet you're not open to hearing what other people have to say, that says a lot about you Mm. and it's not good. You know, if you don't care about what's going on, if you're not, the sort of person that really generally has an opinion about what's going on. And you just kind of mind your own business, stay in your own lane, do your family, do your job, do your martial arts. And that's all you do. Then. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't think there's any problem whatsoever that you don't really have any strong opinions, but the people who have strong opinions that aren't making any effort to understand things better. Yeah. There might be some, you know, inconsistency in that. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Maybe you have, maybe you have maybe you have a protectionist approach to your worldview because you're very fragile minded, and honestly, that goes a lot with the hardcore Trump people. 
Um, the hardcore Trump people are very, very, very protective of Trump, and they are not willing to consider that that man is able to make a mistake. Uh, people who back the blue, people who are very pro-law enforcement, are generally, it's hard for them to understand that police officers, by and large, are not the heroes that everybody makes them out to be, that they do a lot of things that contribute to problems of society. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that you could, you know, you could point to, um, libertarians, libertarians are very thoughtful people that sometimes get caught up in the details and tend to miss the forest from the trees and tend to lose sight of what's really important, which is momentum for change, as opposed to just being ideologically perfect and not accomplishing a damn thing with it. Is that a criticism of libertarians who refuse to vote back to your, your, your Uh, ragging on Michael Malice? I would say that I understand the argument. I don't have a problem with it, but I would also say, I would say this. I don't actually have a problem with it simply because there's more than one way to affect change other than voting. I honestly don't think that voting is bad in the terms of you're not a bad person if you participate in the voting system. I also just think you're foolish if you think that's the only way you're going to change it. Um, I recently had this conversation on Twitter, and i got to wrap this up here pretty soon. Uh, but to make a long story short, I, may, I made a comment to a fellow that, uh, you know, I do believe that there is an issue with voting when it comes to so many of the same people that are complaining about all elected officials are terrible and that we need to vote the bums out. Yet every single time these people get reelected, and who are they getting reelected by? more than likely the same people complaining about them. Mm. So it's like you've got to make an effort to change who you're voting for or at least be pay attention to who you're voting for. But on the flip side, I also agree, by and large, elections don't make all the difference in the world. The elections are largely rigged, and it's <laughs> not exactly um, – I wouldn't put a whole lot of faith in changing our society through the electoral process alone. I know you don't have much time left, but it's a little bit of a tease. This Thursday, that'll be February 8th, I'm recording a episode with a gentleman named Samer. Um, he is a Palestinian, born in Jerusalem. He's 44 years old. He will be here in person with me. and he ha- I've spoke with him on the phone a few times. He's not on social media at all, <laughs> but he has some strong opinions, and I think this will be a polarizing episode coming up so if someone's listening to this even if you don't listen to the episode i would love if you somehow engage with the conversation about it anybody that has a batshit crazy point of view that is completely out of whack from where i'm coming from i am all ears to talk to them if they come to the table with an open mind it's the people that stick to their guns and are refusing to listen to what other people have to say even if they agree with me most of the time those are the people that I really, I don't have any tolerance for. I don't have any patience for. So I would just encourage anybody who's hearing this that might consider being in the group. Having a different opinion is perfectly fine. Just do it with an open mind. Realize that in some way you might have some valid points. And so maybe somebody else does as well. So don't assume that you know everything and don't assume that everybody's that's different than you is either wrong or stupid or foolish. Um, Just keep an open mind is all I can say. Brian Fox, I appreciate you coming on. As a recap, I know you're not as big on Twitter these days. Do you have any social media you'd like to promote? 
if you're not already friends with me on Facebook, I wouldn't even bother with it. <laughs> but but join the group, Kelly Patrick. Uh, political discussion on Facebook. We would love to have you in there. Brian, I appreciate your time and I look forward to the group growing and it helping with the podcast. Thank you. No problem, man. Talk to you later.